Welcome to Zichud Daf Siman Ram Goldhar, and today we're Sakashkalim Daf Yud, the fourth parak Hatruma. This is going to be an abbreviated shear. So the three topics we're going to focus on: number one, the opening Mishnah of the fourth parak lists items that were initially withdrawn from the treasury chamber. Among the list, it states Shomrei Svichin B'Shvis Notkin Schar Matumas Those who watch over the aftergrowths of the Shmiti year receive their wages from the initial funds withdrawn from the Lushka. Since the Omer and Shteilechem must be brought from the new crop, based in hired watchmen to prevent animals from treading on the Svichim, and to ask people to refrain from taking the barley and wheat because it had been reserved for these two offerings. The Gemara asks how this payment could be done. The Titan Chadatin explains that it's not appropriate that Shkalim be given directly to the watchman and deconsecrated in his possession with nothing taking its place in consecration. The Gemara answers that we take money from a money changer and give it to the harvesters and watchmen before the Omer is offered. Then, when the time to bring the Omer arrive, they would bring money from the Shkalim withdrawn from the box and deconsecrate the money onto the Omer. The deconsecrated money would then go to repay the money changer. The amount given was for the final Isarim that would make up the Omer offering, which was one-tenth of the three saw that was initially harvested. Pointing it to the next mission, it continues to list items were funded from Shkalim, which includes the Lushan Shel Zahoris, the strip of red wool, which is thrown at the Paraduma when it's being burned. Rishmol Bar Nachman said in the name of Yochanan, Shalosh Loshano's head, there are three strips of red wool, and each one is a distinct minimum weight. Shal Seir Besel, the thread strip of the Sirla Zazel, which must be long enough to divide into two, has the weight of one cell. Before the goat is pushed off the cliff, the red strip that was tied to its head was divided into two. One strip would be tied to a rock, and the other half would be tied to the goat's horns. The red strip of the Matsura, which does not need weight or length, does not need to weigh more than a shekel, and the red strip of the Parduma, which must be heavy so that it will fall into the heart of the fire, must be the weight of two slime. And point number three, the next Mishnah lists the items that were purchased from the Miyashiari Alishka, the funds that remain in the temple treasury after the initial funds were withdrawn. The Gemara identifies people that were paid from these funds. Tamli Chachami, who taught the Kohanim the Halachas of Shechita, Kabbalah, and Zrika Saddam. Those who examine offerings for blemishes for mooming or correct the Sefer Torah and the Azara, as well as the judges who determine fines in monetary cases. And there's some Malchokas if the women who weave the parochas are paid from Shkalim or from the Bedek which is the fund for the building and the maintenance of the base of Migdash. The dispute is whether the parochas has the status of a carbon, since the blood of Yom Kippur and other offerings is thrown at them, or if they're given the status of temple construction since they serve in place of a wall. So once again, the three points are number one. The opening mission of the fourth pack lists items that were initially withdrawn from the treasury chamber. Among the list, it states, Shomrei Svichin B'Shvis Notrin Scharim Matrumatzalushka. Those who watch over the aftergrowths of the Shemitah year receive their wages from the initial funds withdrawn from the Lushka. Since the Omer and Shdei must be brought from the new crop, based on hired watchmen to prevent animals from treading on the Svichim and to ask people to refrain from taking the barley and wheat because it had been reserved for these two offerings. So the Gemara asks how this payment could be done. The Tikkun Chadin explains that it's not appropriate that Shkalim be given directly to the watchman and deconsecrate in his possession with nothing taking its place in consecration. The Gemara answers that we take money from a money changer and give it to the harvesters and watchmen before the Omer is offered. Then, when the time to bring the Omer arrived, they would bring money from the Shkalim, withdrawn from the box, and deconsecrate the money onto the Omer. The deconsecrated money would then go to repay the money changer. The amount given was for the final Isarum that would make up the Omer offering, which was one-tenth of the three saw that was initially harvested. Point number two, the next Mishnah continues to list items who were funded from Shkalim, which includes the Lushan Shel Zahoris, the strip of red wool which is thrown at the Parduma when it is being burned. Rabbi Shmuel Bar Nachman said in the name of Yochanan, 
Shalosh Roshonosan. There are three strips of red wool, and each one has a distinct minimum weight. The red strip of the Siru Azaza, which must be long enough to divide into two, has the weight of one cella. Before the goat is pushed off the cliff, the red strip that was tied to its head was divided into two. One strip would be tied to a rock, and the other half would be tied to the goat's horns. The red strip of the Matsora, which doesn't need weight or length, doesn't need to weigh more than a shekel. The red strip of the Paraduma, which must be heavy so that it will fall into the heart of the fire, must be the weight of two slime. And point number three, the next mission will list the items that were purchased from the Mishiari Halishka, the funds that remain in the temple treasury after the initial funds were withdrawn. The Gemara identifies people that were paid from these funds. Talmud Kukhami would teach the Kohanim the Halachos of Shechita Kabbalah and Zerika Saddam, those who examine offerings for blemishes or correct the Sefer Torah and the Azara, as well as the judges who determine fines in monetary cases. There's a Malchokas of the woman who weave the Prochus are paid from Shkalim or from the Bedek Abayis, which is the fund for the building and maintenance of the base of Migdash. The dispute is whether the dispute is whether the Prochus have the status of a carbon, since the blood of Yom Kippur and their other offerings is thrown at them, or if they're given the status of temple construction, since they serve in place of a wall. All right, so now we go to our sim for Daf Yud, and our simon is a minion of Yidden. A minion of Yidden. So here goes. The Shomrei Svichin, minion of Yidden, who use their wages to buy three different sized strips of red wool to wear on the uniforms, proudly went to pick up their wives who were getting paid for their work on weaving the parochas. Once again, in slow motion. The Shomrei Svichin, minion of Yidden, minion of Yidden, that must mean we're on Daf Yud. The Shomri Svichin Minyam Yidin, who use their wages, which reminds us, the opening mission of the fourth parak states, Shomri Svichin Bishvis, Notin Scharam and Trumazalishka. Those who watch over the aftergrowth of the Shemitah year receive their wages from the initial funds withdrawn from the Lishka. Since the Omer Shtei must be brought from the new crop, based on hired watchmen to prevent animals from treading on the Svichin, and to ask people to refrain from taking the barley and wheat because it had been reserved for these two offerings. So can ask how this payment could be done. The Tikkun Chaddin explains that it's not appropriate that Shkon be given directly to the watchmen and deconsecrate in their possession with nothing taking their place in consecration. The Gemara answers that we take money from a money changer and give it to the harvesters and watchmen before the Omer is offered. Then, when the time to bring the Omer arrived, they would bring the money from the Shkalim, withdrawn from the box, and deconsecrate the money onto the Omer. The deconsecrated money would then go to repay the money changer. The amount given was for the final Isar that would make up the Omer offering, which was one-tenth of the three saw that was initially harvested. So the Shomri Svichin minion of Yidin, who used their wages to buy three different sized strips of red wool, to wear on the uniforms, which reminds us the next mission continues the list items that were funded from Shkalim, which includes the Lushan Shel Zahoris, the strip of red wool, which is thrown into the Parduma when it's being burned. Rabbi Shmuel Bar Nachman said in the name of Yochanan, Shoshoshanasan, there are three strips of red wool, and each one has a distinct minimum weight. The red strip of the Sirul Azaza, which must be long enough to divide into two, has a weight of one cell. Before the goat is pushed off the cliff, the red strip that was tied to its head was divided into two. One strip would be tied to a rock, and the other half would be tied to the goat's horns. The red strip of the Mitzor, which doesn't need weight or length, does not need to weigh more than a shekel. And the red strip of the Parduma, which must be heavy so that it will fall into the heart of the fire, must be the weight of two slime. So the Shomri Svichin minion of Yidin, who used her wages to buy three different sized strips of red wool to wear on the uniforms, proudly went to pick up their wives who were getting paid for their work on weaving the parochas. Which reminds me, the next mission lists the items that were purchased from the Mishiari Alishka, the funds that remained in the temple treasury 
after the initial funds were withdrawn. The Gemara identifies people that were paid from these funds. Tom the Chacham who taught the Kohanim the Halachas of Shechita, Kabbalah, and Zerika Zadam. Those who examined offerings for blemishes or correct the Sefer and the Azara, as well as the judges who determined fines in monetary cases. And there's a Malchokas of the women who weave the parochas are paid from Shkalim or from the Bedeka Bias, which is the fund for the building and the maintenance of the base of Migdash. The dispute is whether the parochas have the status of a carbon since the blood of Yom Kippur and other offerings is thrown at them, or if they're given the status of temple construction since they serve in place of a wall. So once again, the Shomrei Svichin minion of Yidin, who used their wages to buy three different sized strips of red wool to wear on the uniforms, proudly went to pick up their wives who were getting paid for their work on weaving the parochas. All right, so that concludes today's shir. This is Rabbi Avram Goldman Zichu wishing you a great day and great learning.